It's time to light your brain and heart on fire. Okay, Google, let's get it. You're listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Hey, 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 it's Thomas J. Welcome to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. So glad you could join us today. You are in for a treat today because I have a special guest on. His name is Tom Abbey. Uh, and Tom is a very dear friend of mine who I knew or know from way back when I was in management in the debt collection world. Tom's going to talk a little bit about leadership today, and we are very happy he's here. Hey, so we're here with Tom Abbey, who is a uh, wonderful friend of mine, somebody who's been around in my life for quite some time. I hear a little bit of an echo there, but don't mind that. Uh, but Tom is actually a, a professional in the debt collection world, um, which is a world that I used to work in for a number of years. And he has worked his way up and um, is uh, very successful in his role. And I want to invite him on to talk about leadership. Welcome, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. So, Glad to be here. Thanks. I appreciate you being on. So let's start with this. Um, the, to the best of your recollection, why don't you tell folks um, how we how we met, really, and you know how we kind of connected? Yeah. Well, uh, my first collection uh, job in collections ever. Um, you were one of the managers in the office and became my manager, and uh, showed me some of the ropes, showed me some of the ins and outs of of the business and how to get people to pay you bills they don't want to pay. Very cool. Yeah, I remember um, several, um, you know, it's funny, in, in a recent uh, course that I did, I used the old line, you can't feed a whale a tic tac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. I, I actually just was telling somebody the other day about some of the stuff we used to do that you can't do anymore, like block parties and whatnot. Talk about those a little bit. Well, a block party used to be when we would find someone's address and we couldn't get them on the phone. We would call everybody around them, everybody with a similar address that was around them and ask them to give them a message, letting them know they were trying to reach them. Uh, it used to be quite effective if you could get two or three people on the phone to, hey, so-and-so is trying to reach you, but uh, not okay anymore. Yeah, no, things have definitely changed in that world, and it's no longer okay to do a lot of things. It's very, uh, I don't know, what would you say, consumer-friendly now? Yeah, it's definitely consumer-friendly, and it's more regulated than ever. Um, you have... Uh, state attorney general's offices being a, a lot more understanding of what is and is not acceptable and a lot more willing to take on some of the larger companies. You have the CFPB, which is um, taking collections under their wing and kind of you know giving their advice and penalizing uh, companies along with just the FTC in general. So um, a lot of entities looking at, at what they do and how they handle um, communications with, with debtors and borrowers as they go through. Very cool. So tell people, what do you do now? So I'm a manager, uh, managing a team right now. Um, I have a couple different contracts on where we work, um, both government collections, uh, collecting for the United States government. Um, it's a lot of fun. A lot of, and with that comes an additional level of professionalism needed. Very good. So the reason that I wanted to bring you on is to talk a little bit about leadership. So I don't know if you know this, but I right now on thomasjlion.com, I have a free, it's a, it's a mini course. It's called the 10-Day Leadership Challenge. Basically what happens on that course is once a day for 10 days, the people on the course get an email. 
But in that email, it talks specifically about a, a leadership trait or something that you can do to maximize your potential as a leader. And then it has like a little audio section too. But one of the things that I like to do is I like to talk to people who I consider to be leaders like you um, and just kind of get your vibe on things. So tell, tell me first, what is your definition of leadership? And in your experience, can you give me like an example of a good leader and a bad leader? You do not have to use name. <laughs> All right. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think basically my concept of leadership is just doing what you, you're setting the, the bar for people, right? As the leader, nobody should be outworking you. As the leader, nobody should be more professional than you. As the leader, you're setting that mark for everyone else to try to achieve. Um, you're leading out in front is what I always try to re try to do and remember um, that I've always appreciated when I've had a leader who's out there trying to do and help and not just somebody who sits back and points fingers when things don't go well. So it's one of those things that you want to you wanna accept all of the blame uh, but none of the credit when those things happen. You always want to let your people kind of take that. So just those are some just basic concepts of leadership that I've always uh, kind of been drawn to. Um, I've had lots of lots of different leaders in my in my career. Um, one leader that came to mind right away when you said good leader is somebody who would always take me aside for feedback, whether it was good or bad, or just something they think I could work on. Um, and he he was very uh, to the point and very much uh, very helpful with giving me the key things that I missed or the key things that I could work on and, and, and giving it to me in that fashion. I think one thing that happens when you get into a middle management or a management role is a lot of times people just expect them to get it. And that's one thing that I think is an issue. You have to continue to grow. And if you make it to that level, you can't just expect to continue if you're not going to continue to grow. And he kind of helped me along that way and made me realize that, yeah, he's here to help me, but he won't always be there. I'm going to go to other places and other companies, which I have, and may not have somebody as willing to you know, point those things out or help me grow, and I was going to have to learn to do it on my own. Uh, so I really appreciate that. And then I had a leader before who, um, and one of these, this is one of these things that will drive you crazy, um, they are always involved with the negative. So if something in the office is going wrong or, or something bad happens, they're always involved. And whether it's just talking about it, being part of that, that group of people that's involved in it, um, just somebody who's always kind of mucked in with the rest of that. We like to call those uh, cancerous people. Yes, it's a, it's a good word for it. Um, and I'm not sure sometimes if they even realize that they're that way. Yeah, you know, you and I were talking not too long ago about somebody that you either have worked with currently worked in the past who was in a leadership role that, you know, isn't showing up and, you know, is in a situation where they, are, they're just not demonstrating leadership qualities and, you know, right. sometimes these people don't even know that they're doing it. You, you right. know, they're in this role and they're assuming that now that they're in this role, there's a certain level of freedom and flexibility that comes with that. And I suppose that to a degree that's true, um, but, you know, perhaps not as much freedom and flexibility flexibility as some people think as, as far as like not showing up and things like that. And, you know, so 
be, I, I and I appreciate your your perception on uh, and your perspective on you know what leadership is and experiences that you've had. You know, when it comes to being a leader, which and this is kind of an interesting question. Which would you say is more important and why? Planning or doing? Uh, I think doing. I think planning is important. If you you know for not for, uh, what is it? If you don't prepare preparing to fail kind of deal so if you're not really prepping and planning and figuring out what I got to do and when but the execution is always going to be more important um, and just to, to show everyone that you are again out there getting things done um, you're, you're helping your your company grow you're helping the people in your company grow and reach things that they wouldn't normally be able to reach I think that's one of one of the best compliments I've ever received as a leader is I had someone tell me that they would not have you know, our industry is very much bonus driven and making money that way. And they basically said that they, they wouldn't have had a house if it wasn't for the instruction and stuff. I was able to, to get them that they were able to buy a house and giving me some of that credit. So it's one of those things where you need to lead these people and do it by doing. Show them that you're able to do it. That's pretty deep. <laughs> no, it is. Like the fact that you know, lessons that you can teach somebody or not even lessons, but just the guidance that you can give somebody can literally make the difference between somebody owns a home or not. That's a pretty freaking big deal. Yeah. And I think that's lost sometimes when you, when you're managing people, I mean, the, the, think about how important everyone, you know, think of your perspective, your career is one of the most important possessions you have in your life. I mean, when you take away your home and your family, uh, even with your home, that's provided by your career. So when you're talking about, you have 20 people, 40 people, 50 people, however many people reporting to you, those people, their career, one of their most valuable possessions, you're the shepherd of that. And it has to be taken very seriously. Very cool. So a lot of the people that listen to this are people who are one-man shows, a one-man or woman show. They may not have a team to lead necessarily. They're starting, you know, they're starting their own business or they have a business and they're trying to make a good go of it. Um, what would you say to them, to those people who are, you know, kind of by themselves as far as a good way to a leader? Well, I think, you know, you you want to be the leader you want, right? So if, if, if you're, you know, this is your own company, you're projecting to anyone, to any clients, to anyone you interact with at a trade show, um, you need to project that leadership quality, like, yeah, I'd like that person run run my company. You know, you, you have to have that out there for people to see. Otherwise, they're not going to want to work with you. Uh, they're not going to entrust you with their money or their company's money to do what you say you can do if they don't see that leadership quality and that professionalism up front. I agree with that. You know, I think being a leader is a characteristic that shines through in a lot of public situations. And, you know, even if you are a team of one, there's certain things that you can do just to sharpen your skills and put some tools in your tool belt for when situations arise and you have to, you know, reflect, be the reflection of your company, yeah. uh, you know, and show people that you mean business. Quite, all right. So last question. Well, maybe not last question, but kind of the <laughs> next question. Between you and Kevin, who's going to have the best draft picks this year? Oh, it's definitely going to be me. Uh, Kevin, Kevin's got too much. He's got too much going on. Uh, when I'm looking at draft picks, I, I think I'm a lot more 
individual. I feel I feel like Kevin's going to get on a couple, and that's going to be who he likes. And that he, he's hard to uh, once he likes somebody, he's hard to take independent viewing of it and take a step back. So, all right. When is the Hammered Sports Podcast live draft? Ooh, you're putting me on the spot here. Let me. <laughs> no, so for those of you that are listening, um, Tom and Kevin are the hosts of their own podcast called the Hammered Sports Podcast. You can check it out at Hammered Sports Pod. It's either HammeredSportsPod.com or HammeredSportsPodcast.com. But um, it, it's it's entertaining. If you're a sports person, even if you're not a sports person, uh, I'm not a sports person at all, yet uh, a couple of times a year we kind of get together and I help these guys out with a live broadcast. Um, it's very interesting. And every year they do a live NFL draft pick. Um, where uh, it's the April 24th, it'll be that Saturday before the draft, April 24th. So, if you're somebody who is into this, uh, and you uh, are and you like entertaining sports commentary that's also uh, very informed, these guys are very, very smart. They know, listen, these guys, these guys actually know (laughs) quite a bit about what they're talking about. Um, then you'll want to check that out April 24th, Hammered Sports Podcast. Check it out on Facebook. Set yourself a little reminder. Um, as always, we'll make sure that it's able and available for replay. But it's always yeah. best checking it out live. What do you guys have in store this year? Are you doing anything different from last year or no? So I think for the draft portion, it's going to be much of the same. I think that uh, it, that that format went really well and was really well received. And uh, big thanks to you for setting it up that way. Um, but I think we're, we got some things up our sleeves for – the start of the regular season and things like that. Maybe some some more, more live shows we want to do um, with our busy schedules. It's, it's tough sometimes to get some of the live ones uh, done. Uh, a lot of times we're recording our podcast late in the evening, you know, after nine ten o'clock. Uh, but I think we've worked out a schedule that's going to allow us to do, you know, a few live podcast or uh, recordings on YouTube, really, uh, during the regular season. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Very good. Well, I appreciate you being on here. Um, you know, as always, uh, Tom Tom is a good friend. We don't see each other as often as we used to, but, um, you know, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate your perspective, both as a friend, a leader, um, and a professional. And thanks for uh, popping in. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Tom Abbey for being on today's episode. So glad that you were on today's episode as well, checking us out. As always, I appreciate your time and your attention. Thanks for listening to the Thomas J. Lyon podcast. Don't forget, on April 24th, the Hammered Sports podcast is doing their live NFL draft. It's always a fun time. Feel free to check them out at Hammered Sports Podcast on Facebook and Hammered Sports Podcast online. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Want some more? Ready to take the first step? Check out thomasjlyon.com. We'll see you next time.